0: I will tell you, that's the worst thing I've done in the history of ever. Welcome to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. In this weekly podcast, Kirby and Bill talk about the world of marketing, branding, and promotional products. Unscripted is available only at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's Kirby and Bill. Welcome to this week's Unscripted Podcast with me, Bill Petrie, and the other guy, Dr. Kirby Hossaman. <laughs> Kirby, how the hell are you?
1: I am fantastic, my friend. Excited. It's a beautiful day in Coshocton, Ohio, and so that brings me energy. How about you, bud? Doing well. Uh, doing well here in Nashville. It's been a, a busy week. Always good.
0: And uh, I'll tell you what really has lifted me up this week, Kirby. What's that? Our good friends at CommonSKU who are sponsoring this fine, platinum-level broadcast, you know, I'm sure we've talked about this, but uh, SKUCon is coming up. SKUCon is an event that happens the day before Expo Mm -hmm. uh, in downtown Las Vegas, Nevada, this year or next year, I should say, in 2018. It's going to be on January 14th. It's a great one-day event. You and I have not only attended the event, we've had the honor of speaking at uh, several of, of the SKU cons, and I think you'll agree with me, it might be the best education bang for buck uh, in the industry.
1: Yeah, for sure, I, I love that event, it's one of those that I look forward to every year, and really it's one of those things where when, when Common Skew puts on an event, it goes on my calendar. <laughs>
0: No, no question. And one of the great things about it is they still they also partner with the good people at PPAI. It's not a competition with mm-hmm. Expo; they do it uh, before Expo so that they can get the maximum amount of people. PPAI gives CEU credits to the people who do attend. Yeah. And Comiskey does this because they're committed to providing the best educational experience to today's entrepreneurial minded promotional products folks and i think that's a really cool focus for them um, so if you're interested in attending tickets do sell out fast there's not been one SkewCon that hasn't sold out go ahead and go to skewcon.com there are limited tickets available to suppliers and distributors and like i said the event is absolutely going to sell out there are great speakers and you can find that all that information on skewcon.com
1: Yes, awesome stuff, man.
0: Awesome. So, are you ready to uh, go ahead and have the courage to do this podcast with me? <laughs> I believe I have the courage, my friends. But why don't you? I, uh, why don't you start us off? I am going to start us off. So. I, I think we would be not only remiss but completely tone deaf if we didn't mention the, the horrific events down in the, the Houston area with Hurricane Harvey. Uh, I am from Texas, grew up there, and so very near and dear to, to my heart. I have family uh, that lives in Houston, and actually uh, yesterday, which was Wednesday, we record this on Thursdays now, uh, they were evacuated because their their house is in one of the areas where they are releasing water so the dams don't burst. So they had to, uh, you know, I think it's one of those really hard things is they felt like they had ridden out probably the worst of the storm and the sun had started to come out. The waters start receding and you feel like, you know, maybe, we, maybe we weathered this. And so they are uh, staying at a friend's house and, and, uh, saying a few prayers as we all are, that the, their house is going to be okay. But, you know So much devastation down there, and the reason I bring it up is because it does affect our industry. Oh man, yeah. You've, you've got Hirsch Gift down there, you've got a lot of supply, uh, supplier reps down there, you've got a lot of uh, distributors down there, and Halo, and Promo Pros, and you've got a ton of people down there. I don't think people realize that Houston is the fourth largest metropolitan city in the United States. Wow. I mean, it is a huge city, and I don't know if you saw the rainfall totals. But Katrina, I believe, dropped six point five trillion gallons of water on uh, New Orleans. Mm-hmm. This this hurricane was three times that, which is if you really think about it, it you know. Thank goodness, Houston is not below sea level. Oh yeah, right. Um, that that obviously took a big uh, impact in New Orleans with Katrina, but just the devastation in in watching that really just broke my heart. Um, Broke my heart this week, but I'll tell you what lifted it is to see the response from our industry, yeah. uh, led by a very good friend of both of ours, Jason Lukash at Origadio. Yeah. Without hesitation, said, "What can we do? We want to get a group of people together. Uh, they wanted to send power banks to people in Houston, and they called uh, on uh, you know people from Jetline and I think SNS Activewear and a couple of uh, Starline, a few other suppliers, and they are gathering." Uh, Sending everything to Dallas, I forget exactly where, and trucking things down uh, to Houston. So to see the response from the industry like that really, um, I won't say it restored my faith in humanity. I tend to believe the good in people, Mm. but it absolutely validated my belief in humanity.
1: Yeah, I, I, I've i been excited and proud, right, uh, about the response from so far. I mean, to be honest with you, there's a lot more to do, obviously. But, uh, you know, literally I sent an email to a couple of people in my office today saying, what could we gather up and send? Um, but it, it does, it restores your faith in the impact that a group of people like our industry can have. And so I appreciate that. And, you know, I saw a picture actually this morning on facebook because we've seen all the pictures and the video of all the 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 devastation and the water right. and whatever um but it was a it was this big line of people and it said what what do you think this line is for do you think it's the line for medicine no for food no for water no these are the line this is the line of people who want to volunteer yeah and so that's pretty awesome. Um, it d- certainly doesn't negate uh, the the challenges that those folks are going to face, but I do love to see the people rallying around to try and help. So, yeah. I, I do. You know, the, the line, like you said, the line of cars
0: just going from Dallas to to Houston um, just really, really warmed my heart. And, and I don't know if anybody knows this. So we decided to actually uh, start an unscripted Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be a good way to house what we do and, and a kind of a good repository for all the, the podcasts people want to listen. But so if you go to Facebook and uh, it's called the Real Unscripted, po- it's called Real Unscripted Podcast. Sorry, Real Unscripted Podcast. I went ahead and posted on there. Tonya Allen Gould, who's a friend of both of ours as well, mm-hmm. uh, started a fundraising. Uh, fundraising effort on Facebook. And there's a button right on there you can donate. It's for the Promotional Products Disaster Recovery Foundation. It's run by um, the Regional Association Council, which I'm a board member of. And so um, it's very easy. You can just click donate, and the the money goes right to um, uh, a – uh, right to the victims. So uh, really encourage people to do that. First of all, we'd love you to like our page. More importantly, we'd like you to donate if you yeah. can. Yeah. Um, but uh, really, really tough to see our industry brothers and sisters struggling so much, but uh, really encouraging to see everybody just really try to chip in and help. And I think you said something really important. You know, the hurricanes moved on. Um, I think the eye, as we talk right now, is somewhere over the Louisiana-Mississippi border. Mm-hmm. Um now the recovery starts. Mm. Now is when the real work starts. Um, it's going to be months, if not years, before Houston is back to normal. And Houston is such a giant area. Um, it, it's going to need help for a very long time. So yeah. any any help anybody can give is definitely appreciated. Yeah, for sure. And I'm really glad you brought it up, man. Thanks. Well, And, and Paul... And I would be remiss if I didn't mention that Paul Bellantone has really spearheaded a lot of these efforts and really kept in contact with a lot of the folks in Houston. And Tim Andrews from ASI as well has done the same. So it's really good to see two industry leaders like Tim
1: uh, Tim Andrews and Paul Bellantone really lead that charge. Yeah. Good. Again, this is a devastating uh, tragedy, and um, but uh boy it is as you said it sort of restores it renews it whatever word you want to use about our faith in our industry and our people and that's good stuff
0: it really is. So didn't mean to start off on a bummer note, but like I said, how tone deaf would be we be if we didn't uh, yes. talk about the biggest news story that not only affects just people, but certainly affects our industry as
1: well. So why don't we go ahead and move on, Kirby? You got a topic we should talk about? Yeah, let, let me make one that's a, probably not the worst transition, right? So um, one of the things that um, you and I... I think you know me well enough to know that I'm a pretty fairly positive guy, but I think that, you know, everybody, when they're tired, when they're run down, whatever, you get in a funk, right? Mm-hmm. Every once in a while you get in a funk. Maybe it's because you've been watching too much news footage, whatever. Um, and so I, it occurs to me that, and you and I were talking before we got started, I'm I'm in not in a funk, but I'm just tired right now because I've been right. running running at a pace that's hard to, to manage. Um, and so... What I wanted to ask you was, and I have a list here that I can run through, but what do you do when you're in a funk? What do you do to get yourself out of it when you're like, okay, I'm tired. I don't want to be here anymore, but I know I still have work to do. I know the mission is not completed. Um, what do you do to get yourself out of it? And like I said, uh, I can give question.
0: you some. Um, Good, good question. Because
1: I, I, I've been
0: um, stretched very thin mm-hmm. recently. Yep. Um, not only on the, the work front, but just home. Uh, kids going to starting high school and trying to get used to that schedule. And some travel here and there and working on a lot of things at work. Yes, yeah, I feel stretched very thin. And for to me to get out of a funk, I have to do something active mm. uh, or creative. Okay. I have to do one of the two things. Either active or creative. So I can't play music. I can't uh, do that. So to get out of a funk, I'll, I'll write. That's, that's my creative outlet, I will write. Um, I'll write just for me. I enjoy writing, I find it cathartic. Um, sometimes I share those writings with people and many times I don't, but I just write for me. Um, and, and that always helps me kind of just channel that energy somewhere, that funk out of my body. Mm. If that doesn't feel like what I want to do, I will go work out. yeah um, i I still you know I work out every morning, but there are times where and and funny, you should bring this up because last night I was talking uh, to my family and I said, i am I'm fried. I think I'm gonna go work out again and <laughs> i and I did. yeah, it, just because I was so absolutely fried and it helped it helped just get the negative out I mean that's really what it is get the negative out I mean I listened to some ridiculously loud guitar driven (laughs) music in my headphones and I just went on the elliptical for a good 45 minutes and uh, felt like complete shit afterwards certainly (laughs) Um, uh, physically but definitely mentally felt better what do you do
1: yeah it's good I so uh, exercise is the top of my list get on the treadmill, yeah. go for a run, go for a walk. I mean, even just a walk, right? Just get some fresh air. Um, so that's one that I definitely do. Um, uh, so, um, I also, you know, one of the things I try to do, and you know this about me, I read a lot, I listen to a lot of books. And so sometimes I will go back and listen to books that I know have been kicks in the ass for me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then, uh, that, that sometimes, you know, just pushing in good into my brain helps me. Reminds right. me why I'm doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then today was actually or two other things. Uh, number one, is, this is going to sound stupid, but, or maybe it won't. Uh, I, I give my wife and kids a I'll hug.
0: I'll be the, I, I'll, I'll <laughs> decide if it's stupid or not. Okay. And
1: giving your wife and kids a hug, not stupid, by yeah, the way. It, 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 I, I get a renewed energy of why I'm doing what I'm doing when I do that. Right. And then uh, I send out thank you cards. I find that's a great one. The, that um, by reminding myself the attitude of gratitude that really helps me kind of bump out of it, if that makes sense. So those are those you know, are some of the things I do.
0: That does make sense. And I think I, I I wouldn't have thought of that as a uh, stress or an outlet for me when I'm feeling glum. Yeah. Um, but looking back, I've done that too a couple times. Yeah. So I, I guess it, it you know I think that you're right. Certainly uh, that that attitude of gratitude is, is key. But that's a good way to get out of a funk too. That's yeah. a that's a really good one.
1: Well, cool. So, uh, so those are, those are, I just wanted to kind of address that. I'm sure again, part of my thought about that is just pushing it out into the world because I know that everybody gets in those, right? Right. Everybody Absolutely. gets, in, has times where they, they run into it. So thought that might it's, be helpful. It's part of life.
0: All right. So um,
1: you got one? Okay. So yeah, I do. So really
0: interesting. And I, this hasn't, played out in our industry but i think it might down the road so there's a new company called rep the squad have you heard about this i feel like i've heard about it but it's, I, it's not i don't know okay. the details so a lot of people go to sporting events right and yeah. a lot of people who go to sporting events want to wear the jerseys of their team mm-hmm. jerseys are very expensive if you get an authentic nfl jersey like a nike jersey that's like 180 bucks yeah. it's not cheap and then your play, your favorite player gets traded and so your jersey is somewhat, uh, <laughs> yeah. somewhat useless. Well, there's a company now that here's how it works. So you select and rank your favorite jerseys and they're authentic Game J jerseys. They're throwback jerseys. And it's a monthly subscription service for $19.95 a month. No shipping fees. No shipping fees. Mm-hmm. They will send you A jersey in whatever size you need of your favorite player, whatever color you want, you wear it to the game let's say on a Sunday, you send it back on Monday, they clean it and they'll send it back out, they dry clean it and do all that, but they'll send you another jersey for the next game. Wow.
1: That's interesting. And you
0: can sub in a different jersey at any time. So you just return the jersey you get in a prepaid envelope and you get a new jersey in two to three days, fresh and clean. So for for 20 bucks a month and I thought, that first of all, that's a genius idea. Right. I I think it's a genius idea and I've seen um, there's some more internet companies that will do things like uh, rent dresses for weddings and things like that. So I think it's it's an up and coming uh, market. But I thought about it in our industry. Hmm. Okay. Do you see a way, a, a, a time where large companies, let's say Coca-Cola or UPS or Boeing or FedEx, go to some sort of subscription service like this, where hmm. they want they want to have people uh, decked out in, uni- in in not in uniform so much, but like at a company picnic or at a large gathering, where they would just rent the, the apparel that's decorated for FedEx and then send it back.
1: Hmm. Well, it's sort of two thoughts. Number one, I think any time the recurring revenue model is for real, right? Like I Absolutely. think I, I have been racking my brain in ways to um, create any sort of recurring revenue within our business. I think it's no, no genius. The, sub- the subscription service yep. wins right now. Yeah, it's and it's it's really interesting. Um, so I actually think I'd be curious, but I think probably some of these larger companies might be doing this. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because they probably have their own uh, say corporate apparel or whatever, um, They I, like again, I'm sure they do it with, let's say trade show stuff, right? Right. There's one or two or 10 uh, trade show tablecloths and whatever. Boy, from an apparel perspective, I think it'd be interesting though. Yeah, I don't know.
0: I, I, I don't know either. I, yeah. I, I just, again, like you, Looking at trends in retail, looking at trends in technology. I mean, this is not a retail play. It's a technology yeah. play. Mm-hmm. And they've stocked all sorts of jerseys and so on and so forth. But I thought, how can that apply to the promotional products industry? Is that something somebody could do? Is that a model a distributor could come up and um, come up with and – Actually make some money at it, yeah. so I I don't I don't know the answer, but damn I thought it was interesting.
1: Yeah, it is it is, and I mean there's there's some level of centos and some of those folks that do that, but I think we're on the I uniform think, side. But yeah. yes,
0: you're absolutely right. Yeah.
1: But but what I'm saying is still super interesting. So yeah, got, I don't have to I'm gonna have to noodle about that a little bit. That's a good one. All right. Um, would you, are you good if I bring up a new, brand new concept for unscripted? I, I don't. I don't think I have a choice. This is, uns, <laughs> this is unscripted,
0: and uh, you know, I would be, I would be some sort of godless heathen, uh,
1: or, or some sort of wretch if I didn't say yes. Go ahead, please. All right. Well, this is this is sort of a, an an idea that I have that I think might be fun that we could do on a regular basis, and essentially, it, you know, it, it's a concept of fill in the blank. So I want to run some Uh concepts by you and I want to give you the opportunity to fill in the blank. And uh, feel free to go one word answer, or if you want to expound upon it, by all means you can do it.
0: When was the last time I gave a one word answer <laughs> to anything?
1: <laughs> well, that's fine. I wanted to invite you to. Uh, no. I uh, feel invited, yeah, thank you. Yeah, no. So I'm just gonna run a few topics by you. Um, I think this is one that, I- that could be fun for us to do on a regular basis. And then honestly, you mentioned the Facebook page. People could actually give us fill in the blank so that we could be prepared for. So, I don't right. know. Okay, so ready? I, I right. am I am ready at a platinum level, Kirby. Ready at a platinum level. I love it. Okay. Um, fill in the blank. My favorite season of the year is... I'm
0: reluctant to say this, but autumn. And I'm reluctant to say it because I, ha- I I'm known in the industry for two things. <laughs> Uh, Personality-wise, not necessarily work-wise, uh, for my bizarre love of Van Halen, yep, and my equally bizarre hatred of all things pumpkin spice. <laughs> so I do love autumn. I, I do love the the Christmas in the air, the the leaves falling, um, and actually I don't mind a couple things pumpkin spice, but I don't need everything pumpkin spice. So I'm going to say autumn, Kirby. What about you? Um, Your favorite season of the year
1: is summer. What? Summer. Summer. Yeah. No, I'm a I'm a big it's so funny, and you may or may not know this, but like I'm a heat guy. I do not like being cold at all. I, I know why people like autumn.
0: Um, hold on. I'm sorry. You live in Ohio. I know
1: that. I know and that. And it snows there I a know, lot. And I'm not
0: super happy about it. Okay. Okay. I'm just making sure you were aware that you lived in a place that snows a lot.
1: Yeah. No, I get it. Okay. Uh, so the autumn is nice, except I know that it brings winter. So... Right. Um, so no, I'm a. I'll go running when it's 95 degrees out. I do not mind the heat. So I'm a summer guy. So okay. All right. All right. Uh, the thing you're most looking forward to in the rest of 2017 is
0: the greatness that is Texas A&M football, sir.
1: <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. Okay. Cool. In fact,
0: they start off uh, this f- uh, Sunday night. Sunday night against those pesky. UCLA Bruins in Los Angeles, California, and I, I. This is you know I think it's going to be a tough game, mm-hmm. but I think the final score is going to be uh, UCLA four. Uh, they're going to get two safeties, <laughs> okay. and tex- Texas A and M seven hundred and forty two. <laughs>
1: They'll win it in a squeaker. Yeah, no, I like it, and I love the prediction. So that's thank good. thank you. So what about you? Uh, so what are you most looking forward to the remainder of the year? I'm actually really, really looking forward to skew camp which is the new event from Common Skew? I'm not doing that because of the sponsorship. I just am really looking forward to that event. So that's the thing I'm most looking forward to in 2017.
0: I am absolutely looking forward to that as well. Um, yeah. And we will both be there. And I think, I think we've talked about it, and, yep. and I don't think we've decided, but I think we're going to try to do a daily podcast from SKU Camp, maybe a five, ten-minute recap type thing. I
1: think that'll be a hoot. Um, So that'll be awesome. So it's funny, your answer is great because my next fill in the blank, and I've only got a couple more, uh, is uh, the best part of football season is? Uh,
0: Time with family. Oh, okay. Um, It's it's an activity we do as a family. So um, I'm very fortunate that uh, obviously my two sons... Red-blooded American boys uh, do enjoy watching football, and uh, my, my wife enjoys watching football as well. So we will watch uh, the Texas A&M games together when we can. We're very busy on the weekends with two kids in two different sports. But um, watch uh, Texas A&M football, and then we'll watch the Dallas Cowboys. So uh, time with family. its its With our busy and hectic schedules, it's kind of the one
1: time we can decompress. Mm, I like that. That's really good. What about you? Uh, the best part of football season is having something good on television. I'm not a big TV guy, um, right. so I, it's really funny. I end up watching when the TV's on I, and I have control over it r- during the rest of the year. It feels like it's Big Bang Theory reruns or mm-hmm. um, just – it's. I don't – I'm not really a, – a lot of it doesn't appeal to me. So football yeah. gives me something good on TV, so I'm excited <laughs> okay. about that. Um, final one for the day. Um, yeah. The stinky fish challenge was oh good
0: <laughs> horrific.
1: <laughs> I, I, I'm
0: not I'm not going to lie. That may be as I said at the end of the video, and it was. Um, first of all, I want I guess I want to say thank you to our friends at Snugs to <laughs> for challenging me to that. But uh, actually, thank you to Jeff Anderton. Um, I gave him the raw footage over there at Snugs, and he. Uh, chopped it up a little bit. Um, we had some uh, some slight camera issues with me pounding the table trying <laughs> to get the fish down, and then my dog was out there, and she uh, uh, Bailey ran over the uh, wire to the camera a couple times, so a <laughs> little bit of editing. But everything happened in, a, in, a, in the span of five minutes, and I will tell you, um I said at the end of the video, "That's the worst thing I've done in the history of ever," and that's true. I will tell you. <laughs> You know, from from the, I, I did research on it after I ate it. I'm like, what? I, I didn't do it before, but I'm like, okay, what is this I'm actually eating? And so, what it is, and I have some. Actually, grew up with some friends who uh, grew up some friends who, uh, and their international business spent quite a bit of time in Norway. And it's apparently it's a delicacy only in the northern part of Norway. Everybody else thinks it's horrible. And they take the herring, they they pack it. And but they put just enough salt, not a lot of salt, just enough salt so that the fish doesn't rot. Now I don't know how exact that science is, <laughs> because I open that can first of all. So it, it the, it's a steel can, but it's under so much pressure. So picture a tuna can that's bowed out at the at the bottom and the top.
1: Yeah,
0: that that's a bad idea. First of all, second, the smell. I I, I got to tell you. I've I, you, There are no words. There are no words <laughs> for the foul stench that emanated from that can. It was absolutely the worst thing I've ever smelled. Now, I remember when Mark Graham did it, our friend from Comascue, and everybody at Snugs did it, his can looked like it, the, the fish had been, I don't know, chopped up, or it looked like a little, little more finger food, for lack of a better term. My fish were whole, <laughs> and there was no way I was gonna take a bite of a fish because it's just—I'm sorry—it was really bad. So uh, I took the took the took the stinky fish challenge. It was horrible. Um, that table—it was a traditional circular f- uh, card table—has uh, now been uh, relegated to the local trash heap because I couldn't <laughs> get the stink out of it. Um, so that that I will tell you that that's the worst thing I've ever done. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and you and I have done some – we did that uh, salt and pepper shot at after the very first salt and pepper thing, and that was pretty awful. So that, uh, it, that that's saying something. It, it
0: was awful, um, and a big shout-out to Danny Rosen for making us almost die on stage <laughs> in Las Vegas. Um, so it, it was the worst thing I've ever done. But you know what the worst thing I haven't done is? What's that? Maybe one of the best things I have done is I've gone to – excuse me. <clears throat> I'm so excited. I'm coughing. Yeah. Um, I've been to SKUCon. SKUCon is such a great conference. And again, we really invite you to go to skewcon.com. I mean, some of these speakers are just fantastic. Anita off from Boost Technology, Stephanie Leader from Leader Promos, Lee Strom from San Mar. Ronnie Wright from The Book Company, Kathy Chang from Redwood Classics. Uh, Sam Kabert from Value BP, Renya Nelson, one of my favorite people in the industry. I can't believe I didn't mention her last week. Renya Nelson from BrandAid, um, and a lot of people from Common Skew. Bobby's going to be speaking, Bobby Lehue, Mark Graham, Aaron Couture, uh, Catherine Graham. Such a great conference. It will be one of the best things you do in 2018 to get your year started right. So we absolutely implore you. Go to skewcon.com now. Tickets are selling fast. Go ahead and do that. You won't be sorry that you did. For sure. Excellent. Well, Kirby, uh, we are out of time. So yeah. love the new segment. Maybe we continue doing that. And we will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. Unscripted is available every Friday at PromoCorner.com. the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry.